Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work-life wine time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Work-Wife Wine Time. In today's episode, you've got me, Michaela, and Gemma, and we're talking about a topic that is, well, you kind of see it around a fair bit like just recently we had are you okay day but what we wanted to talk about specifically is that it's actually okay to not feel okay now the reason this topic came up um, is because or the reason I, I particularly wanted to do an episode on this topic is because I've really noticed that as women and, you know, in particular business women, we tend not to talk about the shit things. You know, we tend to gloss over the things that are really bothering us or upsetting us and just go, oh, no, it's okay, it's a learning experience and, oh, but all these positive things come out of it and, you know, I'm, I'm saying all this being one of those people. When I got sick at the end of April and like really sick and I was really worried about what this meant for my future, you know, am I ever going to be able to get out of bed again? Am I ever going to be able to hold a thought for longer than 30 seconds? Um, am I ever going to be able to run my business the way I want to run my business? And instead of allowing these feelings of fear and frustration and confusion and everything, anytime someone would say, oh, you know, how's it going or how are you doing? I'd be the one to go, oh, well, you know, it's been hard, but oh my gosh, I've learned so much from it. And, you know, oh, it's really sucked, but, you know, I'm changing the way I live now. And there was, I just failed to recognize the crap feelings that I was having. And I would only ever talk about the positive. And I didn't really recognize that I was doing it until I went to a gathering and I was actually having a bit of a crap day. (laughs) One of my friends was also having a bit of a crap day and she started, you know, getting all teary over something. And then I started getting all teary over something that was going on. And the other women in the group jumped straight to cheering us up. You know, there was no, there was no space to recognize that being a woman is hard. Being a woman in business is hard. Life just generally is hard sometimes, you know, Life is 50-50. Most of us know this. If you didn't know this, life is 50-50, people. It's 50% good, 50% bad. It's just how it is. But so many of us are just so wedded to the idea of not letting anyone see the 50 that's bad, not talking about the 50 that's bad, hiding it away, pushing it down, rejecting it, not letting it be, not allowing those feelings. And 
So I wanted to do this episode today with Gemma to talk about, I think, the importance of recognizing it and talking about it and creating space for both ourselves and others to feel not okay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Just how do I even follow that? (laughs) (laughs) That's all end of episode. No, (laughs) it's so important. And for me, this topic is so close to my heart because I was that person as well. (laughs) I had all of the thoughts and all of the things going through my brain that emotions are weak and you can't show people how you feel and all of the stuff. And, you know, something happens, you just get on with it. All right. So off I'd go getting on with it, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And I never, ever, ever allowed my emotions and it's just so silly why do we constantly think in our brains that we need to portray this I'm always happy I'm always joyful I'm always in love I'm always grateful um, grateful I'm I'm trying I'm like what are the good emotions what's happening (laughs) I'm always confident I'm always courageous I'm you know why you're not (laughs) right it is it is 50 50 it's like how can you enjoy the good if you don't understand what bad is how can you have good emotions if you don't understand what negative emotions are it just doesn't work Mm. why suppress them i i always think to myself if say something really bad happened, uh, someone close to you passed away or you had a car accident or something happened. Do you want to feel happy about that? Mm. No, you don't, right? Do you want to, oh, my, you know, my beloved family pet died. I'm going to pretend I'm not sad and show people I'm happy. What do you mean? <laughs> it's, yeah, so, it's, when, it, the whole thing is, you know, people go, oh, well, they lived a good life and they're in a better place now. How about we just go, I'm sad. I miss them. Acknowledge the impact that it has on your life. Absolutely. And when you really look at it logically, it it makes sense. You know, like why would you want to openly be happy about something that you want to be sad about or Mm. whatever the emotions are? just feel it and own it see you know a beloved family pet passed away and I'm deeply sad I'm feeling sad I'm feeling you know a bit lost at the moment I'm feeling down like whatever the emotions are just tell people it's what you're feeling and it's okay to feel them because nothing bad's going to happen to you it's just a feeling Mm. right and if life's 50 50 you know a positive feeling will come as well at some point, but, and also don't push it away quicker than it is releasing. You know, if you Mm. need to feel that way for a week, feel it and don't pretend that you're not. I just, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, after all, a feeling is just energy in your body. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be a tightening in your chest or a churning in your stomach it's it's 
I think we become afraid of of our feelings, mm-hmm. especially our negative feelings. And I mean, you know, Gemma and I are life coaches in case you missed that. And um, most of the work that we do with people is about them not wanting to feel their feelings, pushing away, resisting. And, you know, honestly, that's a lot of the work I do with my coaches as well because Mm. I'm a great one for wanting to resist feeling my feelings, obviously. And, you know, to be honest, that's how I got sick. Like uh, Gemma said before, you know, you go through life and something happens and you just get over it and move on and you get over it and move on. And I got over it and moved on so many times that my body just went, can't deal with this anymore. You know, we can't operate like this. Mm -hmm. And it shut down. It went into crisis mode. Absolutely. Take a lesson from me and my life, if nothing else, feeling your feelings is healthy and it's really important. And Mm -hmm. I think that we as women and as a group, need to allow space for that and need to not just show the happy side of stuff on social media or not even on social media, just in general get-togethers. You know, you and I, Jim, when we first jump on a call or something together, it's always how you're doing. And if one of us are feeling shit, we say, I'm feeling shit. And then we (laughs) talk about it. There's no glossing it over and sweeping it under the carpet. It's like it's yeah. just being honest and real. Absolutely. And I I love how you bring up the feelings of energy in your body because, you, you know, you and I both know and anyone that suppresses them, the energy doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's still in your body. And, it and makes that you is sick. why, yeah, that is why at one point, something will happen. You will get sick. You will have a breakdown. You will burn out. You will, whatever may happen, that energy is making you sick inside your body. If you're building it up and building it up and building it up and building it up and just pushing it away and ignoring it. Mm. It's, it's so ridiculous when you think about it, because if, if we were given these feelings, then they're there to be felt. They're there to be used for something, right? Mm. <laughs> That's why they're there. And I I had a really interesting thought as well. I think especially as women, we so often, even more so, we will suppress feelings. It can, now that I really think about it, it probably comes from like, you know, bodily chemicals and that of us being maternal, right? Mm -hmm. And I think if it's more of a, how we are very protective and, you know, looking after children and all of that. I think innately we probably tend to suppress feelings as well to show that we're strong, to show that we're whatever, capable, a good mother, a a nurturer, to show we're not going to hurt that, you know, and to lead by example. So I think in general, whether you have children or not, I think it's something that as women, we probably do. And further to that, of course, it's all the societal expectations on us, right? Mm. All of it. Oh, oh, you know, oh, there's another crying woman. There's another emotional woman. You know, like where, oh, where do I even start with this? It's really interesting. (laughs) Like I've just had a thought while you were saying that, that, you know, you think about 
you think about the modern complaint of men, it's that it's not masculine to have feelings, that you're supposed to suppress and hide. And I actually think that, that this is now becoming a condition affecting women as well. Like the more that we talk about this and the more I see what happens out in the world and in the friendship groups and the business groups and all that sort of thing that I'm involved in, like it's, it really does, it really is becoming clear to me that, you know, it's, it's gone through the men and we know it's not a good thing. You know, we've got things like, um, I can't think of the name of the campaign, but there are mental health campaigns for men to get them talking or speak up, stay chatty. That's the one I was trying to think of. But, yeah, it's like I can actually see how it's starting to apply to women and maybe it's because, you know, we are moving, well, we have been for decades, but moving out of the traditional roles of, you know, the, the good mother and housewife and moving more into the workplace and moving up the ladder and through the glass ceiling and all that sort of thing and, for some reason, we seem to be adopting this behaviour that we know is unhealthy, that, you know, we can see that men are struggling with, but for some reason we're taking it on and we're adopting it ourselves. Well, absolutely. I think in that in that sort of sense, it's because we have this uh, sense of, well, if I'm moving up a corporate ladder or if I'm being successful, then I need to act like a man. And I don't think it's something we necessarily think, but you know, if you're sitting in a boardroom with 20 guys and you're the one woman sitting there crying, you know, what's going to happen to you. Mm. You you know, that is not going to work in your favor. Right. So I think it's, yeah, as women we've, we've taken that on. So, you know, oh, we don't look like women. We're not acting like women because you know, they see it so much as being a, oh, it's a hormonal issue or, you know, she's got a period or whatever it may be. Because you know what, men, they don't have hormones in their body. Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, yeah. what's going on there? But look at the damage. Now men are starting to talk about this. Look at the damage it's doing to them. Mm. Years of not, of suppressing their emotions. Years of being told that it's not okay for boys to cry. I mean, come on. What's that going to do to them? It's so crazy. And I really think about at what point, where did it come from? Like who's this person that randomly made up and then the whole world agreed that if you cry, you're weak. Where did that come from? Mm. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, you think of the image of the strong independent woman. Mm. And I mean, this could just be me, but to me, that image is of a more masculine leaning woman. It's not necessarily an empathetic, mm. you know, maternal type person. It's more a going out there focused on the externals and the career and, and yeah, all of that sort of thing. But as and she doesn't feel. <laughs> No, dear God, no. And she doesn't certainly doesn't talk about it if she does feel. <laughs> so, you know, ladies, we need to change this. We need to make sure that we, well, <laughs> you need to make sure that you do not go down the path that I went down because it's not fun. <laughs> and it, it's like, um, 
Okay, here we go. Yes, I have learned a lot from it. I have grown a lot from it. I've made massive changes in my life because of it. But how awesome would it have been if I just could have gone through all this learning without losing three months of my life? You know, without spending the hundreds, probably well into the thousands now of dollars that I've had to spend on medical tests and procedures and medications and vitamins and all that sort of thing. It's if I had had the space and whether that's inside a group of women or just allowed myself to not have to be the, you know, independent, unfeeling woman and allowed myself the space to process emotion and to just be me at, you know, the rawest level, then I could be in an even more amazing place right now. Absolutely. So it, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know why we just don't allow our feelings and feelings are so important. Mm. You know, they're a part of our body of our biology of how we were created. We all have feelings. Animals have feelings. We know that I certainly know my cat has many. Oh my God. My dog. (laughs) Right. Yep. But we're not the only species on the planet to have feelings. We all have them. And it's about allowing them to be there, not suppressing them, just letting them be. And don't, you know, put a mask up of who you are because it's so much more authentic for you to say, this happened. I don't feel okay. Like I am okay. You know, it's a difference between that. Mm, That's very true. Yeah. So it's, it's totally fine to say, you know, I don't feel okay. I am okay. So we don't need to worry about that there. That's a whole different ball game, but I want to feel this way for now. What's mm. wrong with that? You know, yeah. and as long as you know, you're okay, then feel all of that negative emotions. Let it be there. Let it run its course through your body and release that energy. Hmm. And I heard, oh, it was probably a couple of months ago now, um, but it was on a Marie Forleo podcast and she said that one of the most powerful questions she asks herself is, am I okay? And I remember I was driving to pick up my kids from school when I heard this and I thought, oh, that's interesting. And I actually asked myself, like I just, you know, and I think this was actually before I got sick. And I just went, am I okay? And the answer was actually, no, I'm not okay. And then that led me to think about, okay, well, why? What? Why not? Why aren't I okay? What's going on? What do I need to deal with? And, like, that was a really transformative moment for me. Like, unfortunately, it's not a practice that I kept up because maybe if I had, then I might not have gotten sick but and now looking back you know I can really recognize the value in it and the importance of it and you know you don't have to cry in public to deal with your emotions you don't have to sit in a dark room and cry or 
No. You know, it's you can allow, because as we said before, emotions, feelings are just vibrations in your body and you can just allow them to be. And a lot of the time we get scared of them and we push them away. Mm. Um, but, you know, they can't hurt us. They absolutely, no one has ever died from feeling an emotion, <laughs> ever. And I feel, you know, feel free to prove me wrong, but I feel really confident in being able to make that statement. And suppressing emotion, like Gemma said, that's when it's like a pressure cooker. You know, a pressure cooker keeps Mm. repressing the steam and repressing the steam and repressing the steam and repressing the steam. And if you kept doing that and you didn't vent the steam, it would blow. Yeah. And whether that blow is, you know, you you turn towards anger or whether it's you turn towards, you know, depression, you mm-hmm. go down either of those avenues, there's a way that you can reduce the likelihood of that happening just by allowing emotions. We all have them. It's nothing, you know, we're moving as a society, we're moving a lot more towards recognition of mental illness and acceptance of mental illness. You know, we're not going, we're not pretending it doesn't happen and hiding people away in sanitariums anymore. Let's put it that way. So I think one of the most valuable things that we can do is as women ask each other, are you okay? And then being honest, not doing the, oh, yes, I'm fine, or going, and, you know, the other thing is going, no, I'm not okay. This is happening, that's happening, the other is happening. But I'm learning from it and it's making all these changes. It's like I think we need to allow the space between those two things, the space Mm. between saying, no, I'm not okay, and looking at the positive the space between being the space where we can just feel it and just be it and just have that be okay. Absolutely. That is so well said. Yeah. Make sure you leave that space between those two things to actually properly allow it and feel it. Yeah. Love it. Mm. It's great. And, you know, moving it on a positive note, and this is one where I think you can jump in and really talk to this well, Jem, but feelings are what motivate us into action or are what drive our actions. And we can use both positive and negative feelings in mm. that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, 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 it's actually almost, it's copywriting 101. The goal of copywriting is to, you know, ignite a feeling in your reader so that reader has a feeling and then takes an action, which is, you know, buy the thing, download the thing, call me, whatever it is. Like it, it's copywriting 101, mm. but it's it's how our human brains and bodies work. Feelings do decide what actions we take so it they're so important and some go to actions some go to inactions 
So it's even more important to understand and to acknowledge and truly feel your feelings because they are actually the fuel of your life Mm. in every way. And if you're feeling negative feelings but you're suppressing them, then like Gemma said, that can be driving your actions or your inactions. So you may actually be doing and creating in your life things that you don't want to do or create mm-hmm. or failing to create the things that you want to be doing and creating. So, you know, it's it's not just about being all touchy-feely and all that sort of thing. When, you, when you're getting stuff done, when you're creating things in your business and your life, feelings are really important in that respect too. Absolutely. They, they are the drivers. And yeah, it, it, look, further to that, if you're suppressing them, then you don't even know that they're the feelings of what's driving your current actions, right? Because yeah. they're still there. <laughs> so they are actually fueling what you're doing, but spending so much time and energy to push them away, knowing that they haven't gone anywhere. They are still there. Yep. And they're still in yep. that pressure cooker. Yes, they are. And they're pressure cooking, you know, they're the little bits of steam coming up, driving your actions. And do you want that? Like, is that really what you want? But if you can allow that whatever negative feeling to be there, know that it's there, you can still take the actions you want to take. But knowing that feeling's there. Hmm. and allowing it to be there. So say you're feeling stressed or anxious or guilty, whatever the feeling may be, if you're letting it be there, knowing it's there, knowing it's okay that it's there, but still do what you need to do anyway, Hmm. it's a beautiful place to be. Yeah. So, ladies, I guess the main thing that, we want you to take away from this episode is that feelings are really important. We all have them. Life is 50-50, 50% good, 50% bad. And it's really important to hold space for how you are feeling and to recognize it and to acknowledge it. So, you know, maybe next time you get together with your girlfriends or your work wives, ask, are you okay? How are you doing today? But help them or hold space for them to be really honest. And if someone says that they're not feeling great, don't try and turn it around and make it into a, you know, oh, well, you'll learn from this and something positive will come out of it. Just help them be in that space and maybe talk Mm -hmm. about how they're feeling, help them recognize it and understand what's going on. And The main thing, I think, is just let that be okay. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.